So what are these states of happiness and unhappiness you keep talking about, Wei? Well, there's California, Oregon, Washington. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, unlocking your unique code of happiness. This episode is about the states of happiness and unhappiness. And I get asked this question a lot when I refer to happiness. I don't necessarily refer to happiness as this one general term that we all have because everybody has their unique code of happiness and consequently their unique code of unhappiness. What creates this uniqueness of happiness are the different layers of states, the different states and how we combine the states of happiness. And, and these, are, these are behavior states that when by itself or in combination with others lead to other states, which then contributes to an overall experience or sensation or a beingness, a beingness of happiness. So that's what these states are all about. And what we're going to talk about today are give you some examples of what some of these states are. And the important thing to understand is why it's important to know these states is like I was saying, it's part of what makes your happiness unique. And when you are cognizantly aware of what those states are, maintaining a state long enough will actually activate other states that are relevant to those states of happiness. The same thing also applies to states of unhappiness. You maintain a state of unhappiness long enough, then it will start to bring in the other states of unhappiness to layer on and to bolster and to support the first state of happiness. You can think of it as one state as being a trigger for other states if you maintain the first state. And similarly, sometimes you'll get into a state and then you'll trigger another state and you'll hold on to that state because that state feels better or worse, you know, depending on what your goal is. If your goal is to be unhappy, if your intention is to be unhappy and, you know, people may say, well, wait, why would my intention be unhappy? You'd be surprised. Unhappiness sometimes is used as a way to support an internal belief system within you. Take a look at the landscape, the political and social landscape sometimes, and people what people are choosing to key on and continue to focus their energy on to maintain states of unhappiness. There's so many things that we can look at in our lives. There's so many things that we can focus on. And there's so many things that are more relevant to our immediate, uh, that can have an immediate impact on our lives. And yet sometimes people or we choose not to do that. And so that's why I say happiness and unhappiness equally are both choices. The minute we start to let go of that belief or that perception that these states of happiness and unhappiness are no longer a choice of ours and we're just at the whim of whatever the universe or the world throws at us, that's when we start to steer away from this podcast series. <laughs> that's when this podcast series starts to trigger you in a way that is undesirable or may not be pleasant. Maybe you do desire the unpleasantness of being triggered so that you can be motivated to create a change for the better. That being said, 
I'm going to go over some of these states, talk about them, and you might be surprised at what some of these states are and how many there are that contribute to happiness and how many there are that contribute to unhappiness. I'm going to talk about both. This list that I'm going to go through is not exhaustive, but it's important to be aware what these states are. The reason being is the more aware that you are, the more intentional you can be through your daily living to kind of understand what is actually going to elevate your life to a greater state of happiness. Similarly, if you are not aware of the different type of states that are contributing to states of unhappiness, then you might not be aware that you're actually engaging in too many of those states, and that's why happiness becomes challenging and difficult. Now, as I'm going through these states... Though it may be obvious, these states, having intentional awareness will empower you to both consciously and unconsciously direct your energy and focus towards what you want and then be able to recognize when it's time to shift gears towards a better state of existence. And this is why I want to go through these states. I've been asked a few times in IRL, in real life, and Say, wait, you keep referring to happiness and unhappiness as states, like states of happiness. Why is that? Because if you really think about happiness and unhappiness in itself is pretty nebulous. Okay, So what we want to do is want to unpack that. And since I keep saying that happiness is very unique for every single individual, then it'd be interesting to see what states that you uniquely utilize to create happiness for you, for yourself. Okay. So, should I start with unhappiness first and then end with happiness? Should I start with happiness and end with unhappiness? Let's, you know what? Let's start with unhappiness first. Unhappiness states, states that will contribute to unhappiness. And the longer you stay in these states, the more it will contribute to overall unhappiness. Okay? Let's start with the five basic fundamental states of unhappiness that would be anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. Most everything then derives itself from those four fun, five fundamental states of unhappiness. Okay. And again, it's not to say that you should avoid them altogether. It's recognizing the purpose of these states of unhappiness. If you've been listening to some of the previous episodes, we talk about the necessity of being able to experience states of unhappiness. But instead of staying in it for a really long time, we use those as feedback. So if you're angry about something, that's feedback. If you're sad about something, then that's feedback. If you're afraid, if you're hurt, if you're guilt, that's, again, feedback. Okay. What are some of the derivatives of these five fundamental states of unhappiness? There's also disappointment. Staying in states of disappointment and, having, and, and co-creating or creating circumstances that set you up for disappointment over and over again due to your perception of things will then contribute to states of unhappiness. Doubt, of course. Being in a state of doubt and um, not trusting or not having faith, you know, and trust is a, is a big thing too. So being in a state of doubt does not contribute to a state of happiness. Maintaining those states of doubt will add to your unhappiness states. Uh, being annoyed. You know, being annoyed is one of those things where it doesn't seem like it's that bad because it's just a kind of like, ah, that's, that's annoying. 
But imagine staying in an annoyed state for a really long time, and eventually it will start to bring in other states. Like anger will come in after you're staying staying annoyed for a really long time. Think about the last time someone was annoying you over and over again. Eventually, it got to a point where you're no longer just annoyed; you were upset, angry, right? So annoyed is definitely one of them. Another state is a state of worry, okay? Which then, as time goes on, evolves into anxiety. That contributes to state of unhappiness.、Uh, what else? There's despair. Okay, when we despair about things long term, and again, these states—it's not like you're not going to experience them ever. It's a question of how long you linger and maintain and sustain these states of unhappiness. If you stay in despair long enough, then you're gonna you're gonna get to a feeling of helplessness, okay,、uh, dejectedness. Okay, which then leads to an even bigger nebulous term that our culture uses is the state of being depressed. Depressed is one of those things where it tends to be a combination of some of these other states that are around. Depressed is almost never just immediately hit. It starts with some of these more fundamental ones: the anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, and the long the longevity of these states being maintained will combine themselves into an overall expression of depressed a depressed state.、Uh, pain, obviously, pain after. Uh, a lingering pain obviously contributes to unhappiness. Grief, regret, resentment, denial, delusion, blame, self-pity, misery, melancholy. Again, this is not an exhaustive exhaustive list. You could probably think of a few more that I haven't mentioned. But just to give you an idea of some of the states that you want to kind of have an awareness for to not. Linger for longer than necessary, especially if you are intending not to be in a state of unhappiness. So, how about the other side? Let's talk about the happiness states. Now, this was actually not as easy to put together because there's not as many, and it brought something to my attention as I was putting these together, is that. Wow! How come there are so many more different ways to describe states of unhappiness than there are happiness, which leads me to believe that you know our culture has evolved in a way where we use states of unhappiness to achieve some kind of progression in our lives. Now, the interesting thing about these states of happiness being the list not being quite as exhaustive, not quite as long, so to speak, is probably because it makes. It actually brings things to perspective. That happiness, being a state of happiness, is a lot easier if you know what states to calibrate on.、Uh, let's talk about these states.、Uh, love is one of them. Okay,、uh, joy, which then leads to other states of happiness. Joy, you know, enjoying the moment,、uh, being present to things. Right. Compassion is another state of happiness, caring for others and the desire to love on and care for and take care of others.、Uh, that's that's、uh, a form of compassion.、Uh, satiety. You know, think about the last time you had a great pleasant meal and you sat there and you were full and you were fed. At the end of the day, human beings need to feed on a variety of different levels. Satiety. Is one of those states where it actually absolutely contributes to happiness. Okay, not too full. I remember eating being too full one time at a all-you-can-eat barbecue place. Was, oh, it was 
not fun. That's not satiety. That's like personal abuse. <laughs> uh, excitement. Excitement is a one where, you know, when you're excited about something in an anticipatory type of way. Uh, passion is also another state of happiness. The state of being motivated, a state of motivation. When you're motivated and you're driven, you have energy in you to do something that you want to do or to think about something that you want to think about. Optimism, a state of optimist, an optimistic state contributes to a state of happiness. Some of us have that, some of us don't actually, but there is a state that is part of someone who has this as a part of their unique code of happiness. The state of rela a relaxed state where your entire being, mentally, emotionally, energetic, and physical body is relaxed, is actually a state of happiness. From there, you can probably explore the state of content or being satisfied. Pleasure is another state of happiness. Ecstasy, not to be, consumed, not to be confused with the drug, but ecstasy, the state of ecstasy, contributes to happiness. Bliss, euphoria, naturally induced euphoria, which can be achieved when you unlock your unique code of happiness, a euphoric state of existence tends to be. And then as you elevate and increase your states of happiness and improve on your states of happiness, you'll find that you'll have more and more of these different states that you have access to where you may not have had access to before. A healthy state of existence, a healthy state of living is also will contribute to states of happiness. Celebratory, the willingness to celebrate, a state of celebration, which of course is a derivative of being grateful, gratitude, appreciation. These are all states of happiness. So what I'd like you to do, if you've been listening to this, maybe re-listen to it again, and make a list of all these different states and start to pay attention to when these states show up in your life and when they don't. Because what this will do is it give you that intention, help you have that intention of what it is that you want and the awareness so that you don't get stuck in a state of unhappiness longer than you need to be. Get the feedback, make some shifts and changes, change gears and move into a greater state of happiness. And I think that's it for this episode. If you got some good nuggets of happiness state inducing inspiration, remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose states of happiness you care about. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels or you can visit me at heyitsway.com. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, choose your states of happiness.